Hello, and thank you for joining me once again. It is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast, Episode 15. Tonight, a story about being stuck after work with the boss that you've always had a thing for. There's just something about him, something about the way that he carries himself that just says, I'm going to take you from behind. Without further ado, yes, boss. Thanks again for staying late. It's, uh, it's going to be a pretty difficult one. No, 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 no. Just looking ahead to the project as is. Hmm. You know, the quarter one numbers, they're not looking so good. And, uh, I gotta tell you, straight up, corporate's talking about cutting some heads. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's what it's like to be the boss these days. You get, uh, well, you get to demand that everybody work harder for less, make people hate you, and then when you don't meet projections that you didn't get to set yourself, you get to let them go. And you get to be hated. So, it's a whole lot of fun. <laughs> Hmm, sorry. I don't mean to be dour, I'm just... I'm just so tired of looking at spreadsheets, looking at goddamn Excel reports. I mean, at the end of the day, doesn't it just feel like we're pushing things from corner to corner? It's like we are the rug that somebody sweeps something under, and then... Somebody sweeps it under our rug, and we got to sweep it under somebody else's, and nobody's happy, and... Hmm. Yeah. Sorry. I know you're not used to this kind of thing, so you stepping up, it means a lot. Uh, normally I kind of demand what's on the menu, but given that it's your first time staying so late... I'll let you pick anything you want. Pad Thai, sushi. It's on the uh, it's on the corporate card. It's the one thing <laughs> that we're actually allowed to use resource-wise. Yeah, I can go for that. Absolutely. I know the place like the back of my hand. Just get me a number seven. That is one hundred percent my thing. You? Yeah? Hmm. Sounds good. Well, I mean, that's the great thing about being me, right? Working late, I, uh, I don't have anybody to go home to. What about you? You're right. You're right. It's a little too personal. Let's just pretend I didn't ask. And... Go over this monotonous droning paperwork a little bit. Now look, all of a sudden you're actually cracking a smile. <laughs> yeah, I'm not so bad until you get to know me and then I'm really bad. Yeah? Sorry to hear it. Really, I get it. I just... 
sometimes I'm so focused on getting ahead that it feels like I could never actually meet anybody anywhere. And the longer you're kind of shackled to it, the more normal it feels. So, I get it. You got a relationship, but it's not exactly what you're looking for. Mm. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I'm pretty tense. And I'm starving. I can't seem to concentrate. Hmm. Really? You'd do that for me? You'd rub my shoulders? I mean, uh, normally I would say no, but I am totally not opposed, so. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Man, I can't believe you already got my neck to crack twice. Mm. You really do have a man at home, don't you? Well, I gotta tell you, between the way you're touching me right now and your eagerness, and let's face it, how you look, he's a pretty lucky guy. Well, like I said, I'm sorry to hear that. Mm. Mm. Here's hoping he figures out what he's got before it's gone. Hmm. That's the good stuff. Slide your hands down. No. Middle of my back. And there we are. Start pressing in. No. No, it's not so sore and tender. I just want you to feel how strong my back is. Hmm. How muscular. How ready. How tense. Now slide your hands across me. Come up my stomach. Up my chest. Feel my pecs. 
Mm. Let's face it. You know what this is all about, and so do I. I just wanted to make sure you were into it. You aren't appreciated by your man. And for whatever I am, the good and the bad, I'm honest, I'm direct, I want you, and I'm going to make you feel real, real good. You are going to go home tonight, sore from my cock, and it's going to be worth it. I know that you've wanted me for a very, very long time, and... There is absolutely nothing wrong with finding resources at work. <sighs> Pinch my nipples through the shirt. Hmm. See, this is why I buy the upgraded cotton. Let's you feel everything. Feel how erect my nipples are. How turned on I am by you. Mm. Why don't you come here? Sit in the boss's lap. Mm hmm. I didn't think you'd say no. It's my turn to get my hands on you. First, I want to take your wrist. Just show you how big my hands are. And bring it up to my mouth. And just give those little veins of yours. A nice little kiss. Mm. Now the other. Mm. See, this is probably my favorite thing in the world. A beautiful woman in my lap. My hands around hers. Making her feel small and insignificant. And oh so ready. <sighs> Do you feel my cock growing? Do you feel it getting more and more ready to push into you, to take you? All you have to do for it is say two little words. Yes, boss. Mm-hmm. See, we're going to do this real easy, the old-fashioned way. I'm in charge. You know I hold the power. You know I have every single key on my little ring and my little ring wrapped around my finger. So you're just going to do what I say, and it's going to be very, very worth it. You know, from the moment you walked into this room, that you wanted to be bent over this desk, and I'm going to give it to you. How much have you fantasized about your tits slapping the top of it while I hold you and pull your hair and pound you from behind? Mm. Take off your shirt for me. Take it 100% off wriggle and writhe out of it. I want to see you present yourself to me. And I want it very, very badly. 
don't make me say please. And you certainly don't want me to say now. Hmm. I love watching you undress. I didn't think I would. I thought you'd be too mousy, too shy. Maybe you are, typically. But right now, something about the situation, something about the mess you're in, I think it's making you react perfectly. And just like I thought, your breasts, your tits, Looks so goddamn good in that bra. Mm. Makes me wonder, did you select it this morning? Is this what you planned, what you wanted, the entire day? Were you looking for any excuse, or is this just that lucky of a day? Hmm. The best thing about this is while your pussy is saying yes, 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 I know your brain has to be utterly terrified, just spinning its wheels, trying to get out. Mm. <laughs> because you know that I could fuck you and dispose of you. You know that nobody would believe you if this somehow went wrong. You are being more intimate than you've been in a very long time. Now, unclasp your bra, show me your tits, say yes, boss. Mm -mm -mm. It sounds better each and Every single time you say it. Mm. Mm. Offer your tits to me. Cup them from underneath and bring them to my mouth. Don't make me say now. And there we go. Who's a good little employee? you to feel my cock. That's right. Take your hand and through the fabric, feel it. Just feel it. The size of it. The shape of it. The girth. The balls. Everything. Rub your hand over my cock. The one that you've wanted for oh so long, and now you're finally going to get it. What did you think this was going to be? That I was going to talk about bonuses, use a bunch of office jargon? No. I'm just going to look you in the eyes and tell you the truth. The very uncomfortable truth. I 
own you. You have my manhood in your hands. You could hurt me. You could run screaming. But I own you. I'm the good boss. I'm the one who gets things done. Everybody saw you volunteer to stay tonight. And all the time someone has stayed with me. Nothing like this has ever happened. At least, that's what everybody else on the floor thinks. Now, look me in the eyes while you play with my cock and tell me that I own you. Good. Now I know you know the two words that I want you to say. Are you going to be a good little slut for me? Better and better and better. You feel my cock twitching in your hand? Do you feel my hands reaching, prying, getting to more and more of your skin, sliding down the small of your back to grab your ass? Mm. <laughs> mm, you probably hate your ass. But that's the best thing about it. I'm going to fuck it, no matter what. Oh, look at the reservation. Oh, no. Like I said, I get to make this very, very easy on you. You can't say no. How many men have tried to get into this ass, I wonder. And yet there you are, all uptight, all innocent, and that's going to make it even more fun for me. In fact, while you slide off your panties, I'm just going to go ahead and take out this little bottle of lotion from my desk. This is the only lubricant we're using tonight, and so you better be ready for it. I wish I hadn't made you take off your panties. I'm just imagining how much fun it would be. Somebody coming in, your panties around your ankles, your tits banging against the desk, and the boss's big, wonderful, thick cock up your ass. <laughs> They'd be in so much shock, they might just join in. Mm, scary, isn't it? You wanted and wanted and wanted this cock. You are so happy to find out its size. And now it's going right up your ass. I pulled it out for you. Look at it. Look at your boss's cock. Now imagine it in all its glory, hard as can be up your ass. It's going to sting so much, you aren't even going to notice how much your nipples are aching from being pounded against that desk. Oh, it's not quite what you imagined, but that's why you say yes, boss. Mm. And I know a part of you 
probably screaming, salivating, is just so excited that it's going to happen this way. You are going to make yourself come thinking about tonight over and over again. When you're a little old blue-haired lady in the nursing home, you're going to remember the time that the sexy boss at work forced his way into your ass with just his charisma and a little bit of implied blackmail. It's the implication that I like. Bend over the desk for me. Show me your ass. Mm. The only foreplay you're going to get is me rubbing up and down your thighs already hot. Oh, that pussy is burning for it, isn't it? And yet, here we are, ready for another entrance. <laughs> mm. You are so fucking sexy. Only because you're mine. I love the good girl thing you've got going on. It's going to make this all the more fun. I love my cock all greased up for you. Ready to go. I'm going to come so deep inside your ass, you're going to taste it. Mm. You like it, don't you? Being talked about like that. Like a piece of meat. Like the dirty little slut you've always wanted to be. You just needed someone to force you. Someone close. Someone to take away that last shred of resistance. Offer your hand to me. No, 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 no. Not like that. Curl it up so that your knuckles touch your thumb. Like you're offering me another little hole. Mmm. Let me just put the lotion inside your hand. There we are. Mm. Just imagine, if my cock feels that good in your hand, how amazing it's going to feel up your ass. And you might as well get used to this too. This is my hand on the small of your back, pushing you into the desk. Like I said, it hurts right now, but just give that a minute. <laughs> and my other hand in your hair. Mm, seems so wrong to push your back down and pull your hair up at the same time. But like I said, your property, and I'm gonna treat you like a rented mule. Mmm... Think my cock is nice and lubed up enough? No? Too fucking bad. Come here. You're the boss's plaything now. And if you're good enough, maybe next time I'll fuck your little subordinate pussy. Oh, just think about it. Just think about that as I'm slowly pushing into your ass, just the tip of my cock, 
that I get to do anything I want with you for the rest of your time here. I can call you into the office and make you blow me at lunch. I could demand you stay late. I can do anything, anything I want. You've got me so ready to come. It's probably that innocent look of yours. I just want to fuck it right all down of you. Oh. Oh, that's right. That's right. Scream for me. We're in the middle of a fucking isolated office. Scream for me like you've always wanted to. Although I imagine you thought it would be a little bit more out of pleasure than pain. And I'm not even halfway in. Mm. 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 You know what I fucking really want? I want you to fucking find some guy. Tell him that you want to be your boyfriend and then come back to me so I can fuck you up the ass again while he's writing you little love letters in his head. Mm. That's how much I own you. That's how much of a commodity you are to me. Like I said, I bet your tits don't hurt anymore. It's all about this thick cock up your ass. Just think about all the things I can do with you. All the things that I can make happen in your future. You know how fucking competitive this industry is. A letter from someone with high renown that everybody trusts. The good boss. It'll take you far. So keep fucking screaming for me while I take that ass. You ready? You ready for me to start pushing No, you're fucking not. And no, I don't care. is so tight. Oh. Mm. 
I didn't come this morning, just because I hoped it would be you who'd raise your pretty little hand. Now, I'm gonna come inside your ass, and I'm gonna tell you that you want it, and you're just gonna say those two words I wanna hear. Do you want your big, bad bosses come up your tight, painful ass? You're goddamn right you do. I suppose that was all right. Now, I think our food should just about be here. So get your top back on and get to the front door and wait for it. Because you are going to feed me while I do this project. I don't really need you for anything else tonight. I hope that you enjoyed that, and even if you didn't, here it comes anyway, question and answer time. First up we have Naughty Bookworm. Hey Jack, it's Hello. me again. Yeah, okay, I'll just throw a very, very quick question. So, how are you, Jack? Yeah. Kind of vague, I know, but yeah, that's it. Well, yeah. Okay, I'm blabbering. Anyway, thanks, Jack. Bye. This comes at a really good time on the blog. I actually just uploaded a little three-minute audio talking about how I was just in a good place. Wednesdays aren't bad days, but they're my busy days. The day where actual work is done for eight hours straight. And uh, you can probably hear it in my voice. I'm a little bit more tired. I'm a little bit lower key than normal, but I'm fantastic. I feel really, really good. And if you're listening to this, you're a huge reason why. Uh, the Grey Knight is kind of sort of becoming a thing. And every listen, every, every comment, everything, I just, I feel very, very good. Um, just about who I am and where I'm going. So thank you very much, Naughty Bookworm, for just asking how I am. It's always nice uh, when a woman asks you about how you are and not about your cock. Uh, the exact opposite of what half my age me would have thought 
But there we are. Up next, Phantom Lady Love. Hi, Jack. Hello. I listened to your latest podcast last night on my way home, and I have to tell you, I completely blew past my exit. I mean, and not just a little bit past it, but like way past it, where several miles where I didn't even know where I was. I, I sort of surfaced and had to figure out where the heck I was and turn around. So thanks. But at least it did make the drive long enough that I was able to complete the whole thing. So that was great. Um, thought you'd appreciate that. I do. I love that you love The Wizard of Earthsea. That is one of my favorite books from childhood. Oh, and I just bought it for my kids. And I think I'm going to have to read it again because mm-hmm. I enjoyed it so much. And I wondered, my first question is, have you ever read Lord Fowl's Bane? That was a- I have not. And I'm going to make a note of it because anybody who trumps up Wizard of Earthsea uh, definitely gets high priority on the old reading list. That was another childhood favorite science fiction book. I have another question. Um, do you dislike dogs, or do you just dislike that your neighbor's dogs were barking all night in one of your uh, podcasts? Uh, they don't bark all night. I love dogs. Um, yeah, I, I love dogs, and that's not qualified. I like dogs. I love dogs. In fact, I love dogs more than cats, but I don't have the space or the consistency to have a dog in my life right now. Rest assured, one day I will be rescuing puppies again. Um, I've only ever had mutts and rescues. Don't get me wrong. I love an English bulldog. I want to kiss each and every one I see. But at the end of the day, I'm going to break a, jog, a dog out of jail because for if no other reason, they love you a little bit more because you sprang them. Because you spring them out of the joint. And they're like, you know what? You didn't have to do that. You probably could have bought some dog off eBay. I'm not going to pee on your carpet as much. As much. I'm still a dog. And then finally, I think that everyone has a need. And if they don't get that particular need fulfilled, they'll just be a total disaster. Like some people need food or they just can't handle it if they haven't eaten or they haven't had enough sleep or some people just can't deal with hot weather, cold weather. (laughs) So I'm curious, what is it for you? What is it that if you don't have it, you will just fall apart? Hope you're doing well. Enjoy all your work so much. Thank you. Thank you. What a lovely series of questions and, and I love the... I love the freeway story. Uh, a little too much. My ego is just is just bouncing up and down right now. Um, my biggest need is to have a project, to have something that I'm doing every day for the next week, thirty days, sixty days. Um, I used to do something called the year of when I was younger and had more free time. So. I would devote a year of my life to something and then further that uh, every single day. So um, I had I had the year of civilization where my whole goal was to get as good at civilization, uh, the game series, as I could. <clears throat> no, no particular iteration. Uh, one through four was out at that point. And I would I would play them all except pretty much one because, you know, two is better in every way. Um so it didn't have to be like a big thing, but I need that project. And so much so that when I don't have a project, 
it is noticeable to friends and loved ones. So here are two quick little stories about that. Uh, the second long-term relationship I had, she would just say, instead of like, oh, you got ants in the pants, or oh, you woke up on the wrong side of the bed today, she would just say, dude, you need a project. Um, so that was <laughs> shorthand. And then the third long-term relationship, uh, I, I would, you know, talk through projects because she was a very collaborative person uh, when, it, when it came to ideas. She always wanted to give input and get input. So I would say, oh, I, I'm thinking about this new project. And every time she would go, you're kidding. So I just, I need, I need wheels to turn in a certain way, which is why you've, you've noticed probably if you're a long-term fan when the wheel's not turning like I think that it should, I, I become a little Eeyore-ish. Like, oh, I don't know why I did the foghorn for Eeyore. <laughs> Best to move on. Thank you again. What, uh, what a lovely question. We have Mogster99. Hi, Jack. Um, first, I'm just going to say that um, I struggle with this sort of thing, like, I don't get my words out properly, so I'm just gonna apologise if this sounds wrong. lovely so far. <laughs> in advance, but, um, basically, I, um, I've started to write some erotic stories, and, um, I, I struggle a lot with the writing process. And at school, I wasn't very good with English literature. Um, so I was just wondering if you had any tips for how to um, improve the writing, I suppose. Um, or do you just sort of get an idea and just <laughs> see where it takes you? I wish. Um, my second question is... Um, also, do you have any anything that helps you to be more imaginative when you write your stories? Um, thank you. Well, I think you sounded lovely the whole way through, so I don't know what that disclaimer about getting words out at the beginning was. You sounded great, so thank you, Mogster. Uh, when it comes to, let's take the second part first. When it comes to imagination, here's how I feel. And there's no right or wrong answer about this as a creative sort. I feel like creative people uh, discard by two orders of magnitude, by a, by a hundred to one ideas that they actually play around with. Um, I've, I've talked about it before, but really I recommend John Cleese talking about the creative process, just John Cleese creative process into Google. It's like 20 minutes long, I want to say, and it's one of the best, best, best uh, talks about the creative process I think anybody could recommend. As far as the first part, as far as writing, I've talked about that in previous episodes quite a bit, my creative process. So instead, I'm going to say what Dan Harmon says about writing and getting done, get crossing the finish line. And essentially, he says, imagine like you're in a kind of Nazi dystopia and literally uh, a, a Nazi comes to your door. They have weapons. They say, we're going to kill your whole family unless in the next 24 hours you can prove to us 
how shitty your first draft is. You have to you have to finish and it has to be shitty or else we kill everybody and the cat mittens. I heard a dog in the background. I probably should have gone with the dog Sparky. He's going to get it. And the idea behind this of course is that you both are off the hook for finishing it, and and it has to be shitty. It has to be. Like, otherwise, you're killing Sparky. Um, now, I, I personally think this is a little bit hyperbolic, but he knows what he's talking about when it comes to writing, or at least finishing writing projects. He He's a very prolific writer. I just wish people would accept... At the end of the day, when it comes to writing specifically, maybe this isn't true of other creative art forms, writing is rewriting. You write it, you finish it, it's a piece of shit. It's not a space program. You're not trying to make the perfect spaceship that launches and gets, uh, that gets where you want it to go. It's not the Kerbal Space Program. It is very much <laughs> taking a block of clay removing some things, looking at it going, oh my god, this sculpture looks awful, and then removing more and going, well, and then removing more and more and more. It's rewriting and rewriting and rewriting. And everyone's first draft, everyone's first draft is never their best draft. Never. Never. So please, just keep writing. And again, you sounded lovely. Don't, don't, Maybe don't decide for everybody how they think you sound, monster. All right, next question. Only daylight between us. Hello. Hello. Um, my question is, um, I couldn't think. My question is, um, I saw that you like gin and tonic. I think I saw that somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know what your gin of choice would be. Um, which would go to gin. So I can look up my gin manual because <laughs> I really enjoy looking things up in my gin manual. Well, I if there's a such thing as a gin manual, I am intrigued. <laughs> and it counts as nonfiction, so wouldn't be breaking the streak. Uh, thank you very much for the question, Only Daylight, and welcome back to the blog, I, if I remember correctly. So... Uh, my my go-to uh, line on this kind of kind of snarky is whatever gin you're buying me, baby. But uh, in all honesty, it's Tangeray. I never get it because it's so expensive. Uh, you can probably hear a little kitty noises in the background. She just woke up, kind of busy, so I I had to record around the tyrant. Uh, that's Tangeray. Tangeray is the answer. My goodness, why am I holding up the show? And another question, no, last question, from Cherry Ice. Hey, Jack, this is Cherry Icy. Hello. Uh, first, let me just say, I absolutely adore your videos. Thank you. And I've only f- found you, like, maybe a week ago, and I've already listened to all of the, all the podcasts, Tell half of the videos on your website, and, like, a good chunk of the ones on YouTube, so I'm definitely a fan. Uh... Anyways, I had a quick question. Um, I asked it on your Tumblr, but I am sadly a little impatient, so I hope you don't mind. Um, I was just wondering, what do you think about furries? 
I just wonder because I've been a furry for about five or so years and it's been an awesome community, found my awesome boyfriend, but I also know we have a weird reputation, so I just wanted to see what your opinion was. Uh, I guess that's all. I uh, can't wait to, listen to hear you know, what else you have to post. <laughs> Anyways, have a good day. Thank you, and of course, there's my little furry monster making a making an impromptu appearance in the question answer segment. What a little tyrant you are! What a little jerk! Uh, furries, no strong opinion. Uh, as as I say, probably more cleverly in text. Uh, my big my big uh, reservation about furry is the time involvement. It's too much time, the suit and getting in and out. Do I think do I think there's anything weird about it? No. Have I masturbated uh, viciously? Just uh, like I said, Dean Pelton style. I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me to an amateur picture of a woman with like a foxy tail butt plug thing going on, and maybe even ears. Oh yes, absolutely. I clicked on it. There was no mention of tail or anything in the title on the amateur posting site, and uh, there she was, and I was like, didn't know I needed it, but up, but up, but bow. So I don't really have any opinion about it. I will say one small cautionary thing about mascotism, which is, you know, when you're wearing a mascot suit, when you're wearing, when you're masked, right? Mascot, mask. Um, just don't let that mask uh, become too much of its own personality. Uh, I, I get the appeal of being in a suit and therefore being free because it's not really you, but it's got a dark side. I'm all about loving yourself in every situation and not just when you are a giant sexy, sexy fox. <laughs> a foxy, a foxy fox. <laughs> I loathe myself. All right, Carrie, question number one. Hey, so let's talk about music. We haven't talked about that in a while. Okay. Um, if you're being honest about your age, then you grew up in the <laughs> 90s, sir, and what? What? you have to have a favorite 90s band, 90s song, something like that. I was listening to a 90s alternative station the other day, and I was like, Jack has to dig this song. Anyway, so let me know. Do you have a favorite 90s band, 90s song, or did you like live under a rock or something? You know that this is not live, so I could just, if I was lying about my age, this would not be the test, right? I could just look it up, but I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is right now. My 90s song is Space Hog, In the Meantime. Okay, okay, it's not okay. Ow. So 90s. So 90s. Uh, let's see. Let's go with some. Let's go with some lesser '90s bands. Let's not go with the. Let's not go with the Marquees. Let's not go with the Tools and the Chili Peppers. Uh, the Verve. Oh, the Verve photograph. Oh, I was obsessed with that one. Oh man, the Verve photograph. Okay, '90s bands that I love that no one's ever fucking heard of. One, Forest for the Trees. Got two copies of that album. That's the name of the band and the album. And there's one song that kind of made it, but not really, uh, off that album. And then everything else about that album is just drug-fueled nonsense. 
there's there's literally a song called How Now Infinite Cow. Like, oh, am I am I proving my nineties enough for you now? Oh, I think so. And then the other band that I like that actually got kind of a little bit popular, like not really. I would see them at like gyms on the gym music system at like two AM. Uh, but vast video audio sensory theater. Uh, loved the first album recently, like a year ago, got drunk and listened to it, and I was like, yeah, yeah. And then and then it got to the song about where a woman who has sex with men is a dirty slut. And I was like, oh, feminism. Feminism finally ruined one thing for me, and it was the first album of Vast. Carrie, question number two. So every time you call what you're doing here a project, quote-unquote, it makes me kind of sad because projects always have an end. And I know it sounds <laughs> cliche and silly, but I don't really like thinking about not having the Grey Knight slash Jack to, um, you know, spend time with and check up on. So that got me thinking. Um, so what's your end game here with this project? Um, I know you were talking about a website for women. Um, is there anything else in the very, very, very long distant future that you wanted to get out of this whole thing? Um, so just to be perfectly clear, I've said this in the past as well. If I had infinite money, I would still do one piece a week. I would still do one piece a week. I don't know if it would be as tightly regulated as the podcast uh, situation is now, where I I count it as two or three pieces a week. But I would do one thing a week for the rest of my life as the Grey Knight. Absolutely. Uh, one big thing I would like out of this, and again, I'm not going to ever stop doing this as long as you guys keep coming back. Um, I would love to maybe make a connection somewhere in the literary agency world and maybe get some of my screenplays read uh, more seriously than they are now. Man, that was Carrie throwing the hard stuff this week. Goodness gracious. All right. Up next, we have a series, a bevy, an onslaught of questions from Rosa. Hi, Jack. Hello. How are you? I've got about four questions for you. So, I was wondering what your favorite season was. Mm. It's really hot where I am, and I'm kind of a summer baby myself. Uh, my favorite season is Pepper. That was the worst joke I've ever told. That was it. That was the worst joke. Just even as it was coming out of my mouth, I went... Too late. Now none of you love me anymore. Uh, my favorite season, I grew up in a place where the weather was wacky. Literal, literal shifts of, of 65, 70 degrees Fahrenheit over the course of 12 hours. Not exaggerating. Uh, so I guess I'm just going to have to say that I like them all except for Autumn because it has such a pretentious name. And also, everyone wants to add an A-L to the end of it, autumnal. And I'm like, I don't like that word. The dyslexic in me does not care for that. Rosa, question number So, two. we all know you're kind of a gamer. Mm. So, I was wondering what your favorite game console was. <laughs> whether it your current favorite or just your favorite growing up. 
Uh, well, I'm going to go with favorite growing up because I don't have any consoles right now, and that would be the SNES, baby. I'm an RPG man, or at least I used to be back when I had the fucking time. RPGs, man. <laughs> you're you're role-playing because in real life, <laughs> you got the time to do it. But man, fucking Super Mario, Seven Stars, Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasies, both 3 and 6, or 2 and 3 on the actual console, because I know some nerd is going to call me out about that. Here's a kitty pern a little bit. Meow meow? Well? If you're going to be a monster, you might as well make the girls happy. They all love it when you talk up. No? Okay, I'll just hold you here until you do it. Uh, and suddenly, just like that, I have an idea for next week's audio. Joking. Um, yeah, SNES. For sure. Uh, loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Uh, God, Super Mario World. There we go. Um, what else? What else was a good SNES? <sighs> Seventh Saga. Was that it? Was it the Seventh Saga? Oh, that one's going to bother me. That was a really good one. Uh, Soul Blazer. Oh, man, Soul Blazer. I wish they made title sequences like Soul Blazer. You, just, you literally put it in just dun 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 And you're an angel who, yeah, Act Razor, the Act Razor series. Very good. Uh, yeah, 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 SNES. That's probably enough of an answer there. Question number three. Okay, be perfectly honest about this. No. We all know every girl basically has cellulite. Some have more than others, but what is your honest opinion of it? Does it um turn you off, or do you um do you are you the type to not care about it? Oh my God! Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Just I just want you to take a take the journey with me. Close your eyes. Deep breath. You win a date. With the Grey Knight, he says, "Hey, baby, I'm gonna come to you. You tell me the skyline. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get a limo. I'm gonna take you out. No, no, no promises. Just win a, win a date with the Grey Knight. Win a day with the Knight. <gasps> it's the name of the contest. And we get in the limo. And you're laughing, and there's champagne. You're like, oh, I shouldn't. And then, and then I pop the cork, and you're like, ah." Oh, this is a once-in-a-chance lifetime opportunity. I don't know why I'm mixing my words up so poorly. Maybe I'm a non-native English speaker, and I get nervous thoughts when I'm excited, but never mind, that's not part of this role-play. So, oh my god, I'm going to drink the champagne. Oh, and he's laughing at my jokes, and I'm getting more confident. Oh, and dinner was so delicious, and he ordered something that was sexy to eat, and not at all what he would normally eat, but something like like ravioli with no sauce that he could just stuff into his mouth real easy, just mm, and still look kind of sexy while chewing. Yeah, oh my God, he's he's telling me about his hotel room. I, I Do I, dare I, oh, another glass of champagne. Yes, yes, I think I will. Oh my God, this is happening. Oh my God, this room is so amazing. Oh my God, I'm the luckiest woman alive. He's looking at the back of my legs. <gasps> Why, why, why did he run out of the room screaming? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I just, I just love, love the idea that 
all the positivity, all the self-loving, all the love your body no matter what, all of that comes out. But underneath that all, there's a guy who's like, cellulite, you. <laughs> oh, man. Can you, can you imagine? Like, I, I, I'm going to say I deleted this because for a while there, I was getting too many questions on would you fuck an X or Y girl? Uh, and I got one that said, would you fuck a girl with brown nipples? And... <laughs> I was legitimately insulted. I was like, what makes you think I haven't? Oh, all right, guys. Straight up, because I get so many of these questions and I don't answer them. Whatever you look like, if you make me laugh just like I laughed right there, I will probably, probably fuck you. Because that's the hard thing to do is make a connection. It's the hard thing for me. Every 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 person, but every guy I know, has a lot of trouble with one stage of relationships, and mine is not meeting people or making that connection or making a good first impression. It is being connected to somebody. That's the hard part, because when you're first meeting somebody and you're attracted to them, your brain is just swimming with chemicals that say... Everything she does is so perfect. Look at the way she kicks a homeless man. It's really good form, baby. You kicked that homeless man so good. <laughs> so connection is what it takes. And, and I don't fucking care what your skin tone is or your hair color. And anybody who does, whenever I hear like, oh, I only like blue-eyed boys or, oh, I only like blonde hair, all I could hear is, you know... All the culinaries, all the kitchens of the world, all the foods, all the ingredients. I only like ice cream. Just want to slap some sense into it. Yes, I will, I will fucking bite and kiss the back of your thighs, and I will do it with a goddamn erection. Am I turned off by cellular? Okay. To end it on a more sexy question. Thank you. Do you ever enjoy post-orgasm stimulation? Or is it way too intense for you? And thanks again, Daddy Jack, and have a really great day or night. You're, you're very welcome. I hope you have a really good night with a K in front of it, not so subtle, ahead of you. Um, wowza. Uh, really depends on the orgasm, frankly. Um, sometimes, like I talked about one recently where it snuck up on me. I would love post-stimulation sometimes like uh in in the i think it's plunder the booty i think it's plunder that booty i come and it was such a good one like i forgot the rest of the script and my accent changed and like if you kept going on that one i would physically shove you away like i it, like it hurt me to do it so i can only imagine what post feels like and last question, I think, is from Laura. Hi, Jack. Hello. Thanks for the peek behind the curtain last week. You're welcome. But now I have to ask, how do you make your eggs in the morning? <laughs> you girls are so funny this week. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, I, I don't. I make a kale shake in the morning, and that's, that's what I have. Although I've had a couple of Javalia milkshake mornings now. 
uh, again, have to be balanced out with the Kel shake later because that's not the healthiest thing to start off with. But uh, if I were to make eggs in the morning, I would fry them up in a pan, scramble them real good, put them in a tortilla with some fried potatoes known as papas, maybe a little bit of bacon, cheese, and green chili on that, roll it all up, and have a breakfast burrito. Oh, goodness gracious, yes. And speaking of all things good, it's probably time to let you guys go, don't you think? I know, I know, I had fun, and you heard me laugh so hard that it went up an octave or two. I get it. I'm connected to you too, baby. No, I mean it. I'll be back next week. Absolutely. Your name was, uh, you know what? I'll just remember. Don't worry. I'm just going to go ahead. No, I've already called the Uber. I don't want to get downgraded as a passenger. I just got to go, baby. But I'll be back next week. And you know that we're going to have a real good time. And the only thing that you can know for certain that's not going to happen is the audio is not going to be about holding a cat up to a microphone until it screams. I want to make a pussy joke here so bad, but I'm above it. Thank you again for listening. I, uh, I'm i in a real good mood. I'm in a real good place because of you as the audience. Don't listen to that witch Carrie and what she said. Yes, I call this a project, hopefully. With all the questions answered, you can see what that word means to me. And I love it. As soon as I stop recording, I'm going to... I'm going to mix this all up together in delicious little gumbo to try and get it up for you guys as soon as possible. Because you know what? I love each and every last one of you. Big thank you to the EP for putting the questions together this week. Uh, they flowed so nicely, ended on such a fun note. It's some top-notch work, EP. Thank you very much. And... What else? I should probably plug something, but I guess if you haven't rated or left a rating for this on iTunes or Stitcher, that'd be pretty cool of you. Thank you again for listening and putting up with my nonsense and my braggadocio. I'll see you next week. Have a wonderful weekend ahead of you.